down some beer is here, let me be clear, this ain't no real episode, we're throwing down a bonus, yo, we're going down the rabbit hole of deleted scenes, eradicated quotes, and podcast fever dreams, we got a little bit of this, we got a little bit of that, we got a little bit of magic, still in this hat, not sick, not dead, not shiftless, definitely witless when it comes to the business, we'll be back next week for more shenanigans, I wrote myself into a hole with shenanigans, What's a eatery that closed down Panagans? Got myself out the whole called shenanigans. Did I really know I did not good at this? But that's okay, cause I'm almost done with this. And now the show's starting, have no fear. My shitty rap is over, time for body counts and beer. Hello everybody, it is I, Mark, one of the triumvirate of hosts of Body Counts and Beer, the very podcast you're listening to right this moment. What a shock! Anyways, uh, as you can tell by this bonus sode appearing, uh, we are taking the week off because we earned it. Uh, and also because we're all very busy. We've got lives and careers and cheese to buy and paper towels to use instead of toilet paper when we run out. We don't do that. We're not monsters. Anyways, uh, what we're going to get here as per usual on a bonus episode is clips cut from a previous episode due to time or uh, not being on topic. Because, you know, we hate to tangent here. Uh, we like to keep things on track. <laughs> Ooh. Anyways, so uh, we're going to get some clips here. And please be sure to stick around to the very end for a very, very special uh, homemade tribute to uh, the subject of our previous film, Roadhouse. The myth, the legend, Mr. Patrick Swayze. But until then, here's that first clip. Cue sound effect. Guys, Dick Warlock. Yeah. Dick Warlock, Warlock deserves his own theme song. Yeah. Guys, let's give Dick Warlock a theme song. You give that son Whoa. of a bitch a theme song, you blow up a goddamn shark! Brody, you can you can you can play on the theme song. It's okay. Hey, it's me, I'm a Brody. I shoot <laughs> some sharks in the face. Oh, 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 whoa, Chief, Brody. Chief, it's not it's not your theme song. It's yeah. for Dick. It's for Dick Warlock. Yeah. and also a real American. You're gonna have to sing a lot quieter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't shut me up, boy. You know what I did for this country? Shut I up. sat on a boat for a while. <laughs> Oh, that Chief Brody. Remember that character that existed for one week and then never showed up again? Classic Brody. Anyways, here's that next clip. Cue sound effect. Interestingly enough, Dick Warlock, fighter class. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you would have to be. Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, clearly his mom was a witch. Whoa, you can't say that on TV. (laughs) Luckily, we're not. (laughs) We're not on TV. Terry gets the warlock genes. <laughs> yeah, male yeah. witches are warlocks. Right. Which means Harry Potter's a warlock. Uh, he's a wizard. He's a warlock. God damn it. I Look mean, it if I had a choice, Guys, I'd rather this is real fertile comedic ground. <laughs> <laughs> Keep digging, we haven't found that gold yet. No, we won't stop until we classify every magic user in cinematic and literary history. Now here's yeah. a question. Gandalf, wizard. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter, Warlock. Are the Jedi magic users? Yes, they are. They are druids. <laughs> it's all it's all it's nature all magic. Yeah, yeah. It's all nature magic. Oh my god, no. guys, uh, do yourselves a favor and go to YouTube as soon as humanly possible and uh, type in Canadian Final Fantasy warning video. <laughs> okay, uh, 
it was released at the height of like D and D is going to corrupt our children, Ooh. and it is this Canadian pastor going through the first Final Fantasy for NES, explaining why it is teaching your children uh, to prepare themselves for the coming of the Antichrist. Nice, <laughs> it is amazing. Nice. I did feel an odd piece after Final Fantasy One. <laughs> it's that sweet uh, fanfare music at the end. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, I wish we would have kept up with that whole Dick Warlock thing. Uh, it really is the greatest name in history, Dick Warlock. Um, anyways, bards, fighter class, what's this nerd bullshit? It's the best bullshit, that's what it is. I played a bard once, he was an elf, and he had a uh, alter ego named Terry Griffin Swallow. Uh, Arcane Sailor. People liked him more than they liked my actual character. Anyways, moving on. Here's that next clip. A cue sound effect. How fucking insane is it that we sold bubblegum to uh, emulate the experience of chewing tobacco? <laughs> yeah. Specifically to children. Well, you gotta work up that jaw strength. I don't Let's know do- if you've ever tried to chew tobacco before, but it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's unpleasant in all forms. It's very difficult. Uh, yeah, Big League Chew, candy cigarettes... Candy uh, booze bubble, bottles. Yeah, Bubblegum uh, cigars. Yeah. You gotta get ready, man. You gotta yeah. get ready. If you've never had any Big League Chew, how are you gonna oh, buy Oh, I have. How yeah. are you gonna buy any Red Man, John? No, you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> how are you gonna uh, get that Red Man? Not by calling it that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> hey, that's the brand. Can man. I have some Native American <laughs> Can you get me some First Nation? <laughs> Indigenous people? <laughs> Uh, in Australia, they call it Aboriginal. Um, <laughs> the jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we should necessarily be looking to Australia for our racial harmony template. <laughs> right? What are you talking about? In Crocodile Dundee, he just, <laughs> he just assumes Reginald Bell Johnson is Aboriginal because he's black. Yeah, he does. He asks him what tribe he belongs to. Oh, fuck yeah, Reginald Bell Johnson is the cabbie in that. He's the limo driver. And then it. later on, he uses the and the big boomerang-style antenna from the back of yes, his limo yes. to knock out a dude at the end of the hallway. Oh, fuck yeah. And then, and then Crocodile Dundee says again, are you sure you're not from some tribe? Yes, that's right. And then right. later on, he grabs a trans person's genitalia and laughs. <laughs> Guys, this is a great time saver. We have knocked out Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, Under Siege, Base Wars, Sport Fights in general. <laughs> I got to express my excitement for the Enhanced Edition Planescape Torment game. Ooh. That's really why I came here today. <laughs> Oh, sports fights. So much fun. Crocodile Dundee. Not so much. Rewatched recently. Doesn't really hold up. Kind of gross. Anyways, moving on. Here's that next clip. And here's that next Q sound effect. Q sound effect. Q sound effect. <laughs> oh, shit. We can watch The Thin Man? What are we doing watching this bullshit for? Let's go watch Thin Man. What the hell is Thin Man? I assume it's a movie. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It John. is. It's you want to know what's a movie? It's about a very Stacey thin Keech. man. It's about a very thin man yeah. played by Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's really a suspension of disbelief kind of thing. No, no, no. It's all done through in camera trickery. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he plays Harry Thin Lime. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I know about the third man, so we'll move on. <laughs> good movie, though, actually, third man. Never okay. seen it. Shit, let's yeah. watch third man. No, it's not, not an action, action movie. movie. Not even kind of. It's well, one of those British... Guys, you gotta wait till we get to our judgment. <laughs> no, 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 It's one of them British thinker-talkers. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the big scene happens on a Ferris wheel, John. <laughs> you gotta watch out for that. There's some sick references to cuckoo clocks. <laughs> there really are. And European history. Yeah, you have no idea. And everybody wears black and they're so dour. <laughs> they're just so dour. <laughs> Man, throw in a Joseph Cotton and you got yourself a movie, son. Goo <laughs> sound effect. Oh, man. We always crush it with our stupid references, don't we? I mean, we're just on the cutting edge bringing up old Orson Welles movies all the time. How about that? Oh, man. Oh, that's some magnificent Ambersons uh, level deleted stuff. Get it? Because the Magnificent Ambersons, most of the footage was taken away by the studio and probably burned. Um, That was a real sad thing to bring up. Let's lighten that up with a new clip and a new sound effect. Cue sound effect. Uh, this is an amazing movie. We've been goofing like they, off they a lot, put, but it's they so good. They put all of the right thought in the right amounts in the right places yeah. for this to be wildly entertaining. Right. People didn't look into movies... Uh, like this back in the 80s. They just watched them and enjoyed them. It wasn't until shitheads like us came around to like really well, dig wasn't... deep into movies and be like, me, I don't like Beauty and the Beast because it's a tale of Helsinki Syndrome and bestiality. Boo-hoo! All those plates were people, then they broke and now they're dead bodies! Yeah. Think about Beauty and the Beast. Watch it next time. And remember that all those plates were human beings that are cursed and then at the end they get crushed and then when they turn back at the end when they the curse is broken. They're all dead. The dresser literally stomps the guy, breaks the floor. He's dead forever. No consequences. The prince was 11 years old when he was turned into a monster and now he's 21. And, and he is- gets to be the king of that entire village. He has absolutely no experience, no training, no teaching or formal education of any kind. The town, by the way, has been run as an egalitarian matriarch. Uh, uh, uh fucking... Yeah, those uh, words. Those are the ones. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in meritocracy. 19- I got in, it. In 1991, guys. when it came out, it was just like, "Oh, look at that little cup. He's so cute." Never mind the fact that he's missing a chip in the top of his head, which means part of his brain is gone. Also, uh, that cup is like three, and the beast has been cursed for like ten years. How did that cup get born? How cups did that cup be get fucking born? John? Cups be fucking. <laughs> Angela Lansbury, no! John, you know how cups be fucking. <laughs> this is an amazing tangent, friends. I'm just very pleased to witness this. But I think you're right. In the 80s, a film was... There was no home video market. There was no, like, post-release life of a movie. A movie was intended right. to watch, like, once, maybe twice, if the studio re-released it to theaters. Uh, but yeah, there was no possible also, way to also, watch it. we were and, all on a ton of coke. You say we. Just a ton of coke. I was five. Yeah, well, right, uh, what you don't know is that you were coked up at the time. That's why I don't remember those years. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah you don't know it because they called it fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> so John McTiernan movies really bring out the uh, federal conspiracist theory yeah, in everybody, they do. don't they? So anyway. So John McTiernan, was that the pen name of Sean Black for this movie? No, it's the pen name of that guy who didn't pay his taxes for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wesley Snipes directed this movie? Yeah. Amazingly. Uh, they so were sellies. The John McClane beats the terrorists. <laughs> I'm not sure what movie that came from we watched. Can't remember what John McClane was in. Anywho, uh, like I said in that clip before, uh, we are clearly the first and probably only people to really take a deep dive and look into these movies and sort of dissect them from a modern day uh, lens without the rose-covered glasses of 80s excess uh, and cocaine and whatnot. Uh, I think we're kind of groundbreaking here. I can't think of anybody else who does this, and I'm sure we were the first. Anyways, moving on before anyone corrects me. Uh... (laughs) So here's another clip here, and uh, please enjoy. By the way, that previous clip there, a lot of the stuff I said about Beauty and the Beast, uh, you might have also heard uh, when I guessed it on another podcast called Family Tantrums, uh, which, by the way, great podcast. You should listen to it. And if you're listening, Vinny and Kate, uh, give me more podcasts. I want more. It's very good. Anyways, next clip. Cue the sound effect. And he, uh, he finds her... Oh, that was the other thing. In that scene, uh, it cuts to the mares, uh, or the, the two horses, uh, definitely, like, canoodling, like, like yeah. putting their faces together. Clearly, they just watched their horses fuck. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The horses are definitely uh, basking in the afterglow. <laughs> yeah. The horses are definitely post-coits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, post-coits. Gross. Not because you're talking about sex, but because I don't like unnecessary shortening of words. Yeah, it felt like I just got a high-five I didn't want. Yeah. It was a post-coit. Oh, no. High-five. God, please stop. That sounds like something like, like Milo Yiannopoulos would say. Please don't. Is that how you say that man's last name? Oh, uh, no, I believe it's a um, uh, mild fucking pedophile. Guys, uh, if you say it one more time, he appears. No, just don't quiet. do it. <laughs> I don't have enough hair cream in this house. Ooh, but we would get to punch a Nazi. That's, that's something we can all enjoy. Ooh. Oh, wait. Richard Spencer, Richard Spencer, Richard Spencer. <laughs> got him. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I'm sorry, that was the best, like, Ghostbusters. We got one. <laughs> That's Where's right. that mashup? I just conjured a white supremacist Nazi into It's surprisingly studio. easy to do in this day and age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to the rest of the world, may I simply say, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Whoopsie daisy, this one's on us. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> uh, so. That guy had a platform, Kodos. <laughs> Way better than Kronos. <laughs> His name is Kang. Fair. Patrick. Unless you you wrote in a ballad voting for Guillermo del Toro's vampire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Perlman is majestic. <laughs> Always. Ron Perlman has been many things. Majestic, I don't think, is one of them. I don't know, man. You ever seen Blade 2? Yeah. Majesty is all over that movie. <laughs> all I can remember is that weird rubbery CGI body double for Blade. Yeah. Yeah. So majestic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, things got political there, didn't they? Uh, that's probably why I cut it out, and I probably shouldn't put it here, but let's be honest, if you want to defend Milo Yiannopoulos, which by the way, that's a pretty dated reference, uh, or Richard Spencer... 
Fuck you. We don't want you listening anyways. They're pieces of human garbage. Anyways, moving on. Oh, I will punch Nazis if I have the chance. It's been a lifelong dream of mine since I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. Anyways, moving on. New clip, new sound effect. Q sound effect? Yes, Q sound effect. That's what I meant to say. Q sound effect. Uh, and so Ooh, Polish donuts, though. Yeah, Ponchkis. Oh man, I missed Ponchkis days. I didn't get year. a Ponchki either. Man, I was real disappointed. Yeah. I wanted to get a uh, a rose Ponchki with some lemon curd filling, but I didn't. End of story. <laughs> On with the movie. <laughs> I went to Dunkin' Donuts and got a brownie batter donut. Well, you're a monster. Not a Ponchki. No, but it was delicious. You're and I actually had a donut. You two fuckers missed out. Who's the winner now? Not you. I had a donut. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, out of like uh, consolation prize, I bought one of those bags of 7-Eleven mini chocolate donuts. Oh. So technically, I had like several donuts. All right. Well, you and win. they were all mostly chocolate. You win by weight, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> although, although before you got here, John Patrick and I split a tiny bag of Lay's beer and Prots <laughs> potato chips, <laughs> which were mostly cheddar flavored. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> Still, like yeah, tasty, yeah, totally tasty good, chips, totally good. but like did not taste of beer no, nor broth. No, it tasted <laughs> mostly like powdered cheese on chips. Yeah, with some pepper. Yeah, and interestingly enough, the only meat flavoring in the chips was chicken broth and chicken powder and chicken fat. Which is why we didn't save you any. And also, those are not the things you make broths out of. (laughs) (laughs) No, the famous German chicken broths. (laughs) So, uh, anyways. You may know them by their street name, McNuggets. (laughs) Ooh, that last clip made me hungry. Mmm. Donuts, chips, beer, brats, cheese, nuggets, chicken powder. What's chicken powder? That's what I want to know. I'm only thinking of this now. Like, what is chicken powder? Is somebody just taking whole chickens and dewatering them and, like, turning them into powder? What's the word for dewatering? I can't remember. Uh, dehydrating. That's what it is. I'm intelligent. I could go back and re-record this. But I don't want to, because time is of the essence. It's not. I just don't want to. And also, I think I'm going to go get some donuts. Cue next sound effect. No one has ever mistaken DiGiorno for delivery. (laughs) You are a third-rate frozen pizza. I will not let this go. That is like a second-rate frozen pizza. (laughs) Oh, please. It goes uh, Amy's, Home Run, and Raging Italian, then DiGiorno's. (laughs) Uh, Dude, you're wrong. It goes Target brand, (laughs) Jack's, (laughs) uh, and then... uh, Microwavable French bread. Yeah, and then... Yeah, Stouffer's French bread pizza. No, guys. Oh, and then the, no. the bagel bites. <laughs> no, no. DiGiorno and then Totino's. Is in number two, strictly between Tony's at the top and Totino's at the bottom. <laughs> guys, we are ne- like Doc Holiday. We are never going to be friends. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> oh, no, I'm angry at you. I'm going to get stabbed. Yeah. And I was stabbed. Luckily... I got better. Anyways, moving on. Next clip. Next sound effect. Cue that sound effect. 
You shouldn't have put them all into charisma, John. You shouldn't have done it. Damn it, you're right. Nobody likes a bard. Fuck you. <laughs> but my songs can buff your defense stats. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is I can't remember what game it was. I think it was maybe like one of the Neverwinter Nights games where the king of Neverwinter Nights is the bard from the last game. Oh, nice. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. The <laughs> bard is not a king. He is not king material. He is Whoa. a fucking bard. Whoa, say that to Ronald Reagan, buddy. Whoa! Whoa. Was he a singing cowboy? Uh, Did he ever sing? I then don't know. he's not a bard. That guy. He hung out with a chimp. Yeah. Then he's not a bard. Everyone knows the bard's most hated enemy is the chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. However, they are known as friend to the orangutan. Yeah. The bard, bards. the chimpanzee. The bards, they're huge on orangutans. Yeah, they love them orangutans. Man, I must have slept through that part of a bard's tale. Yes, you yeah, did. You did. I thought it was And you be slept through that puppies. part of the jungle book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King Louis is a bard himself. God damn it. And that's why their system collapsed. <laughs> I wonder if I'll ever meet a blue bear. Probably not. Really? I don't think they're real, and I think they would eat you if they were. Oh, no. Come on. Also, most of them are accomplished pilots now, and they've already taken off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I made a mention to this whole bard thing way back at the beginning, because I heard fighter class, and I just confused these two clips together. This is not the Dick Warlock clip you just heard. This was the tailspin clip. Meh. Who gives a shit? I could go back and record it, but once again, time is of the essence. And this podcast recording bay will self-destruct, and I just don't want to do it, because I'm going to get donuts. I know I said that before. And as far as you know, I left and got donuts and ate, and now I'm finishing. But clearly I'm admitting to you that I did not do that. Uh... Cue next sound effect! Because I don't want to say day or night. I don't know when they're listening. I always say good night, but then because we're recorded at night. But then really, it could just they could be listening to it in the morning, and they're yeah, like, guys, "How just... dare you say good night to me?" Now I have to pause it and wait till six p.m. when the sun goes down, and then listen to it again. Unless they're in the other part of the hemisphere where it's fucking summer right now, in which case they have to wait till nine p.m. when the sun... you know what? I don't have to explain myself to you. Yeah, guys, just everyone look in your pants pocket, find a five, go out there and have a good time. Can anybody tell me who we have listening to this podcast on the other side of the planet? Can I tell you that I check our stats and every now and then we it'll show up and it'll just be like, you had one lesson in Malaysia. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we, we What's are... What's up, Malaysia Body we, Counts fan? We are weirdly global. Nice. For the for the small amount of listeners we have, we Is that our new tagline? Yeah, weirdly global. I'm going to take that back. What's up, Malaysia bot? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for downloading. Oh, uh, yeah. Philippines bot. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, every now and then just pops up. Most of our views take place uh, in uh, views. People who watch this podcast. <laughs> People who watch that, yeah. dude. That's why we point to our knees. Yep. <laughs> in the justice kneecaps. In the justice potential. Teller uh, area. Yeah, so most of our listens come from the United States and Canada. Um, but yeah, we are weirdly global. There's every now and then it'll be like, three listens in France. <laughs> you know, I, I know you'd think the French people would be like anti-violence because they're a bunch of pussies. But um, <laughs> We had three listens in France and we killed it. <laughs> you ruined it, you son of a bitch. Hey man, I love French people. They make cheese. <laughs> 
Don't call them pussies on our podcast. <laughs> to all of our French listeners, uh, je suis ne pas la médecin. I am not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> je ne parle pas, pas français. Um, oh, God. Uh, je suis un grenard. Allez au bibliothèque. Uh, under two, if I wasn't so sure that we were going to make up all these French dropouts in German listeners, <laughs> I'd tell you guys to knock guys, it off. Guys, Angela Merkel listens to this podcast. She loves it. Uh, well, that's it for Body Counts and Beer. We already said our names, so see ya. <laughs> nice postscript. I do what I can. <laughs> see, now you can see the moral quandary I uh, go over every time we end a podcast. You can hear the tension in my throat, even now, as I think when I say good night sometimes, and then I realize that it's probably not night when you're listening. It could be the morning. It could be the day. If I said good morning, though, it could have been the day. It could have been the night. If I say good day, it might not be a good day. It might be a shitty day for you when you're listening to this as a, a way to pick you up, and then I say good day, and you're like, I had a shitty day. Fuck you. Uh, anyways, uh, I could should just say goodbye, or this is over, or that's my time, or literally anything else we should probably come up with a tagline of some sort shouldn't we anyways moving on uh it is that time ladies and gentlemen i promised you this at the beginning me alone nobody else is here it's just me in my kitchen the beat delicatessen where we edit all these podcasts uh anyways um, <laughs> Beat Delicatessen. I've been calling my home recording setup the Beat Delicatessen for years now. It makes no sense. I have no deli slicing machines, and I do not uh, make sandwiches here that often, actually. I usually go out and buy sandwiches because I'm too lazy to open up bread and put things on it. And I don't usually have mayonnaise at home, and i got to have mayonnaise on my sandwiches. I'm rambling, as per usual. Moving on. Uh, we promised you this at the beginning, so I wanted to take a second and just say uh, we wanted to pay tribute, proper tribute, to the star of Roadhouse, uh, the episode we did just before this, incidentally one of our most popular episodes ever, so thank you for listening, guys. Uh, if you don't know this, Patrick Swayze, in the 80s, uh, like many other uh, mulleted-haired action or TV stars, got it in his head that I could sing, I can emote. And I can uh, sell records. He pulled the Nettie Murphy. He he pulled a Don Johnson with a heartbeat. Anyways, he recorded a song for the Dirty Dancing soundtrack called She's Like the Wind. And to pay tribute to uh, Mr. Swayze, or the Swayze, as he's called by nobody, uh, we, or I should say I, recorded a little tribute to him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my take on She's Like the Wind. First verse and chorus. I didn't want to do much more than that. Please enjoy. And good night, day, time. Insert tagline. She's done 
Body Counts and Beer is Mark Rosendahl, Patrick Bromley, and John Rooney. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. Uh, please leave a rating, a review, so we can finally trade them in for Bitcoin. I don't know how reviews work and how they help us, but I know they help us, so please do so. Five stars! Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.